welcome into the Bird's Eye View podcast. We are here. It is Friday, December 1st, and it is about showtime. Jory Negan Schechter joins me today. I'm Zach Warden. Jory, uh, this is the Shohei Otani episode, so how are, how are you feeling as uh, the biggest decision in sports history approaches us this weekend? So a few weeks ago, if you'll recall, I started our episode by singing it's the most wonderful time of the year. I've come up with a new little jingle that I think we should be uh, we should all be singing. If you're ready, if you'll if you'll join in with me, one, two, three, show hey, show hey, show hey, show hey, show hey, show hey. It's happening, folks. The Blue Jays are in the mix for the greatest baseball player potentially of all time, definitely of his generation. And it is feeling very real and very exciting right now to be all in on the Toronto Blue Jays. Perfectly timed for this morning. Jeff Passan releases an article, MLB Winter Meetings Preview, where he says the Red Sox, see you later. New York Mets, hit the road, pal. And Texas Rangers, go rest on your laurels a little bit. It's time <laughs> for the Toronto Blue Jays. Los Angeles Dodgers, Chicago <laughs> Cubs, and the Angels to be in the finalist circle of the offseason Kings. It is a battle royale for the one and the only. There's there's four teams there that we kind of had heard for a while are going to be in the mix, but to get it from passing of all people really confirms it. It speaks to the, the realness of it. So for the Blue Jays to be in the mix at this point is so, so exciting. And then, of course, you're worried about the Dodgers, and they're still considered the favorites, but, I mean, not in the same capacity they were not that long ago. And then you've got the Cubbies, and, and the Angels, I think, is surprising too, but I keep saying it, and I still can't believe it's real, that the Blue Jays are in the mix as finalists for Otani. And the, the Giants, who... Nobody knows what's going on with them, but uh, <laughs> but they're they're probably still in there somewhere. But uh, yeah, super interesting. Obviously, a, a lot of traction on Twitter yesterday with some random reports. I guess we can call them like some non MLB insiders getting some information on the tightest lipped free agency in MLB history because that's how things like this work, I guess. And now we've gotten Jeff Passan, John Heyman. Uh, both reporting that the Jays are in the mix and suitors for for Otani. So that goes along with kind of the the meeting that Ross Atkins had with the Toronto chapter of the BBWAA last week, where he's saying, we have an incredible opportunity here, the city, the country, the support of ownership, the winning environment, the, the renovations. <laughs> it is all in play for Shohei Otani at this point. So I mean, what more is there to say other than it's it's an exciting time like to be in the mix. Obviously, if you listen to the people in like the sportsnet.ca comments, uh, it's not happening and it's just a joke and to stop teasing you. But you know what? This is what baseball fandom is about. Having hope, being involved in things like this. And even if you get your heart broken, it is worth it to be all in on the idea of Shohei Otani wearing a black and gold city connect jersey oh, in toronto why next would you year. ruin it like that no i i'm thinking back and i you know forget baseball like toronto sports when's the last time this kind of fever pitch at every every twitch of a muscle fiber was 
you know, like so deeply analyzed and, and so deeply scrutinized and you see tweets here and whispers there and rumblings there. I think back maybe, you know, not to go hockey mode, but, you know, the John Tavares sweepstakes, not even in the so, same category, not even so, on the same planet. The Kawhi Leonard's, where are the people tracking the planes? I hey, want that's what every I'm person saying. on Rogers, uh, are looking, looking for Edward Rogers plane. What's going on here? So I saw this debate on Twitter yesterday as to whether this would be the biggest free agent signing in uh, in Toronto sports history. And the so the other things that came up were uh, the John Tavares signing. People saying, yeah, you know, dude. hometown, whatever, like, sure, it's absolutely fired up for for uh, Shohei Otani's Blue Jays pajamas tweet. That's going to be that's going to hit different. I saw this tweet yesterday that was like, Shohei Otani's son is actually a Blue Jays fan. Like, <laughs> the, the guy doesn't even have a kid. <laughs> like, where are people getting these inf- this information from? Uh, and uh, so, so anyway, so John Tavares was one. And the other was uh, Rocket Ishmael when he <laughs> spurned the NFL for the Argos. Oh, man. So Shohei Otani on the same level as John Tavares and... Obviously, we're going to be a little bit biased on a baseball podcast, but I mean, I don't think uh, either of those guys has the cachet of probably the most talented baseball player to ever step foot on a field. The fact that the beginning of the discussions, take it back to, you know, August or or it might have even been September, and the discussion was something along the lines of Otani might be interested in adding a Canadian fan base. Neither of those other dudes had any concerns about international marketing? Shohei Otani is on such a different level from those guys. It's barely worth acknowledging those two guys' existence relative to him. So I, I might need to go back and listen to our first episode from this offseason where we brought up the the little nugget from Shy where he's like, Shohei's interested in... And just the reaction from... I think it was you. I think it was you where you were like, oh, don't give me hope. And to where we're at now in terms of, you know, I'm getting the the text in the group chat every day. It's happening. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, it's happening. I'm telling you, man, it is Shohei Otani season. It's Toronto so, time for Shohei Otani. So, okay. <laughs> here, here are my <laughs> thoughts on, so I don't think I'm like quite as like to the point of like, it's happening as you, but I'm also, you know what, man, like Shohei, he, he made that decision with his gut back in 2017 when he came to the angels and let me tell you my gut is telling me blue jays and here's why here's why here's why so shohei very um if you haven't watched the doc on him i i would suggest it. it's very interesting kind of a an interesting insight into into him and i think a lot of it you know where it's like he wants to be comfortable and he wants to you know, leave a legacy and and all this stuff. And he kind of isn't a, a mainstream type of guy, right? And I think if he were like a very, you know, if he, like, obviously he's going to put a lot of thinking into it, but I, I think it to this point where it's like, if, if he's like looking for like kind of that gut feeling, I feel like, he, or I, if he was not necessarily leaning as much on his gut and just kind of going with, well, this makes the most sense. There's, you know, I feel like he would already be a Dodger. And to me at this point, like if, if I had to pick like Dodgers versus the field, I'm probably picking Dodgers. But at the same time, I think the Jays in in the field make the most sense out of any other team, uh, whether, you know, whether it's the Cubs or the angels, like, I mean, I, I just think that 
the Blue Jays make sense as a gut pick where you get to go and switch up the narrative a little bit and he can, you know, I, I think it, it would be a pretty comfortable market. And I'm assuming that the Blue Jays have made all of their their pitches about around making the him comfortable. The renovations. <laughs> Shoei, we will move in the wall for you again. Surely but, that'll fix the home run. Uh, no, here's okay. I have I have two kind of thoughts based on the way his basically previous free agency went in terms of where he was a expected to go and b how he went about business. So the first thing is that again, it was you know 2017, I believe. So a a, a good while ago, and the favorite. At the time, if I recall correctly, was the Mariners because everyone was kind of like he wants to go and follow in Ichiro's footsteps because Ichiro is a Japanese baseball icon and everyone wants to be like Ichiro. And the discussion on why he ultimately didn't choose that is because he wanted to, you know, forge his own legacy, so to speak. Right. And so he's gone to the Halos and I mean, he's he's done that. And then the other point that I would make is that when he did go to the Angels, it was him teaming up with Mike Trout. So he was going to be the best player on the team in theory. I mean, again, it's tough to have said at the time the expectation for Otani was that he'd be a two-time unanimous MVP. But that was the ceiling. And he went and he joined forces with Mike Trout. So the idea was this super team, basically. Now, obviously... Vlad is not on the same level as Mike Trout at that point in time. But I would say that given the age difference as well between, you know, guys like Mookie and Freddie Freeman, which is who realistically Otani would be teaming up with if he goes to the Dodgers, to me, it's a lot more compelling, even without the extensions in place, to spend the next 10 years feasibly with Vlad and Bo as opposed to probably the next three to four with a productive Freeman and Betts. So I think that the supporting cast situation makes a lot of sense for him too, which we know we we saw him get buddy buddy with Vlad at the all-star game. And also if we want to talk about the teammate situation, Yusei Kikuchi reportedly very close with Otani as well. Yeah, they went to the same high school, and uh, Shohei looked up to Yusei, so they got to get him in the meeting and then let Yusei cook. Um, I think it's interesting because if you kind of compare the two teams, I mean, Shohei almost fits more seamlessly with the Blue Jays because they don't need him to pitch, obviously, right? They don't need him to pitch next year. The Dodgers will have to make more additions to the rotation. They have Bobby Miller and... A bunch of good prospects. So, that Tony Gonsolin. Nope. Pitching nope, TJ, picture. TJ. TJ. Not even Tony. Yeah, he, he might be back though. Maybe. But uh, yeah, I mean, they, they got to make a bunch of additions there. So like they got to add Shohei and, you know, whoever else like Dylan sees, whatever, whoever you want to put on the team there. But for the Blue Jays, like what, what do we talk about them needing? Like a, a four hole hitter. Obviously, Shohei would probably hit like second for for them or or lead off or whatever. But uh, like a lefty stick, he would he would probably be the best. Well, he would definitely be the best. He would be the lefty stick. He would be the best left-handed hitter in franchise history. And 
you know, I like I, I I think he comes to Toronto if he does, if he signs there, and they are the World Series favorite. I would say almost immediately. Maybe not the World Series favorite just because of how difficult it is for one player to completely reshape an organization. But that's who Shohei Otani is. So if he's not going to make them the World Series favorite, he certainly takes them into AL East favorite territory and certainly would make an ALCS appearance the expectation. Yeah, I, I think it's it's crazy because like the ALCS was probably like the expectation this year and they fell short of that. But you you add him now, you add like the missing piece. Like realistically, he's the missing piece, right? And it's crazy to think because if you sign Shohei Otani, it totally alters the direction of your franchise, right? Because before we're talking about them building around this core of Bo and Vlad and Springer and Kirk and Gossman and Manoa, right? But now you add Shohei Otani and you're building around him. Like that core is supporting him, basically. basically you know, well, Vlad becomes a supporting cast member, yeah, which is yeah. an absurd thing to say. I, yeah, I, I, I can't even like fathom what happens like to to your franchise if you bring him in obviously i i think the the money point like gets beaten to death a little bit right where it's like oh you'll make back all that money in in marketing and and contract and jersey sales and whatever and like i mean like sure that that's fine you can say that but i i do think that like the the impact that you bring in a guy like that and just the way that it changes everybody around him right like it it takes a lot of the less pressure off every single person in the organization because you're bringing in the best player in baseball. Well, I mean, you talk about how people were calling for Ross Atkins head calling for, I mean, maybe you wouldn't protect John Schneider in the same capacity, but I'll admit I was definitely one of those people that was kind of like, where's the accountability for Ross Atkins. Here's your accountability. Go out and sign Shohei Otani to a $550 million deal. I don't know what more you could ask for. I think it's it's crazy because, you know, we're all on this. You know, we we talked about like in terms of I think we did our our like building an, an ideal Blue Jays offseason episode and we didn't even talk about Shohei Otani. It wasn't even worth our time. We're at the, at the end of the episode. We're like, oh, I mean, I guess we could talk about Shohei. We're like, you think they could get him? I guess not. But uh, it's it's so crazy. I mean, just looking at how this has unfolded. I mean, they're, they're obviously in the mix. And to, to me, I think it's like, oh yeah, they're interested in Shohei, like no duh. Right. And, but the way that it's like kind of unfolded that they are one of the final teams in the mix. And if, if Passon's reporting is correct, then it means that Shohei, there's a little bit of mutual interest there. It's, there's at least like a 15% mutual interest to where, you know, whether, whether it's they sent those other teams packing or those teams decided, you know what, we, we know we're probably not in the mix here, but what like the New York Mets, the Boston Red Sox, the Texas Rangers, the Seattle Mariners, the New York Yankees are behind the Toronto Blue Jays in the contention for the top free agent. Well, that's, that's also crazy to think because you think back to, I mean, the one that I like to almost compare this to, and it's a bit of a stretch of a comparison, but just in terms of this high, high, high priority, really exciting free agent was 
you Darvish back in 2012. And admittedly, I wasn't quite old enough to really recollect the whole situation. Excuse me, it wasn't 2012. I think it was 2010, maybe. So I wasn't quite old enough for uh, the whole kind of you Darvish saga and how the Blue Jays were tailing the Rangers and it was neck and neck reportedly. But the whole situation was, wow, the Blue Jays are in the mix for a big free agent. But since then, it's been like George Springer and then, you know, the Gosman signing was exciting, but there was still, he wasn't quite, you know, Kevin Gosman that he is now or even, you know, Hunjin Ryu. There was the talk about, oh, they got an ace. Hunjin Ryu realistically was never going to be an ace for the Blue Jays. He was like at his best if he if he pitches a full 2020 season, maybe he's a two, maybe he's a three, not an ace. Shohei Otani is an ace for you as soon as his elbow is fixed and he is your number three, number four potential MVP candidate on the stick alone if he hits for you. This is unprecedented territory for the Blue Jays. I mean, you you look at like, similar the the baseball reference you know like similar by ages kind of thing there right and and you look and it's like most similar well i mean sure most similar pitches through 28 like clevenger uh you darvish is on that list at number four like jacob Degrom's on there so you're adding like a you darvish level pitcher and it's similar hitters through age 28 is like tony clark david ortiz ryan howard pete alonzo so you're adding both of those to your to your roster for crazy the foreseeable future. Crazy. And not only I mean, obviously you don't get him as a pitcher this year, but next year when you say Kikuchi's off the books and you're heading into maybe the, this last year of Vladin Bow, and you just get to just add add a pitcher like Shohei Otani to and you know whether whether obviously it's been interesting the way that it's progressed throughout free agency, because the more that the further we've gotten into it, the more that I've heard, Oh, like, will he pitch again? Or, Oh, is he going to be a starter again? Which, you know, I, Justin Verlander's come off too. Tommy Johns have been completely fine. So I, I think you're definitely, you're at least signing up for like a couple years of him as a starter at, at an elite level. If, the Tommy John does become a factor. I mean, then obviously he hits for you and you could use him as like a, a closer. That'd be, can you imagine? You're like, could you know, imagine Shohei running out to the bullpen in like the eighth inning after hitting a home run? Or... Wow. That I mean, listen, because that's the thing too is, I mean, he might be done as a starter at age 33. He's still a pitcher. He could still move to your bullpen because there's no reason to not have him in your bullpen. I'm just thinking too, because like I mean, there's also been like some reporting that like people think that he could move back to the outfield if the pitching, you know, doesn't doesn't really last that long. And I mean, I'm I'm thinking back to like his rookie Could year. You, he moves to like, center he, field or something. Could you imagine? Like, I mean, he's obviously got the arm strength. He's got the speed. I I wonder what his outfield. You imagine like Shohei Otani playing left field next to Dalton Varsho. <laughs> Absolute. I just, can we just take a moment to just soak this in this conversation that we're having? Like, obviously I recognize still not the favorites, still a lot of things that can happen. Could 
be a tweet from Jeff Passan tomorrow being like the Dodgers have upped their offer and it's, it's over for everybody else. But to be in the middle of this as a moment in time, as, as a time capsule, just to, to think about where the Blue Jays are right now is like nothing I've ever experienced. Yeah, I mean, we could we could be sitting here right now talking and being like, well, it looks like Shohei's either going to be a Dodger or a Cub. Hopefully, he doesn't go back to the Angels. Or and Dude, then we could move and then we could, Candelario. Move, we could move on and we'd be like, oh man, that that uh, you know Ahmed Rosario is looking pretty good right oh. now. I don't know. And maybe maybe that's the conversation that we have to have in like a couple of weeks. But uh, you know, like you're you're right. Like this is exactly what the fandom is about right like this is why you do it and i just when i think about you know like for for us specifically like thinking about doing this podcast next season and being like all right well shohei is like you know is shohei gonna be mvp is you know like just that conversation like the the level of interest that he brings to to just the team and just the the like what it would be like to you know just be thinking and like be like ah you know where would you hit Shohei in this lineup like yeah. to be able to have conversations like that would just be so crazy and the fact that we're here I just it's it's mind blowing to me I couldn't couldn't have pictured it like two months ago I don't I don't think I could have pictured it every episode would literally start with so Shohei Otani continues to be electric. I hate everything about about this else about this baseball team. Please start pulling the ball. By the way, Don, I love Shohei Otani. Every episode. Uh, you just like the other day. I like yesterday. I went into Baseball Savant and I watched all forty-four of his home runs from last season. Just dreaming. Just let like, yourself I, dream. Like I'm just like wow, this guy. This guy's crazy. You know, like what a fun player. I obviously like. There's a lot of fun players out there, but just man, he's he's so awesome, and I just I I can't I can't imagine like us dropping an emergency pod, being like show a signs with the Jays, and oh. just getting to do this all over again. It would be electric. Like I'm I'm thinking, like again, not to reference hockey again, but sometimes you have these kind of moments of like, wow, I can't believe this dude plays the Leafs or whatever. I don't think I've ever had that with the Blue Jays. Maybe in 2021, you were kind of like, wow, I can't believe Vlad's a Blue Jay. This is so electric. And then, of course, we all know what follows. Would would that feeling ever stop with Shohei Otani? How could it? How could it? I Yeah, I mean, just just the thought of it is is crazy like i mean can you imagine like like it you know obviously you see the jersey swaps and everything but could you imagine like seeing him for his first at bat in a in a blue jays jersey like what would you they're gonna do like you know how they were doing the jordan romano run-in stuff they're yeah. gonna be standing behind home plate with the, on the field <laughs> getting ready for him to hit could you like you know like canada day you got Shohei in the canada day jersey like crazy Oh Crazy. man, it's 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 so wild and like I mean, just the obviously you know, I, I the entire time I like I think I dropped a prediction like a couple weeks ago where I'm like I think he signs today, like December first, 
because of like winter meeting starting next week. And of course, the Passons report from a while back that uh, that he wanted to sign before winter meetings. And, you know, I, I mean, hard to say. I, I heard via a source that they expect him to sign on Sunday, which, you know, who who knows who knows right like i it, it'd be great for it to happen I'm, I'm really excited for it to happen like i like no matter what i i think it's it's great but at this point as well i'm kind of like hey let's just let's just get to it like rip the band-aid off show a um please just just announce it because because we need it so bad man i'm i'm at a loss for words it's crazy it's it's looney tunes and they're in the mix, man. That's that's all you could ask, right? Because this is not this is uncharted territory, and we talked about it like a moment ago, right? This is such an unfamiliar feeling for the Blue Jays to be in the Shohei mix at, at this stage of the game is just so exciting. Let's let's talk about the John Heyman report because interesting. Like it, you know, I don't, I didn't really know what to make of it. Where he's like. You know, the Jays are in the mix, but they seem like a long shot due to the Canadian monetary issue, which obviously is a bunch of BS. And the other part where he's like rivals suspect uh, Bobachette and Vladimir Guerrero Jr. might hit the trade block if they do sign Shohei. Completely nonsensical. I I do wonder the the Canadian monetary issue. Because that's not a concern for Otani, obviously. It's a concern for the Blue Jays, more specifically, who, who owns the Blue Jays. I, I would imagine it has something to do, because it's such a vague statement, like revenue, is he talking about? How you're making your revenue in Canadian dollars? Well, but, but don't players, the players get paid in American The money. players get paid in American. So to, to Otani, why would it be of concern? I, I don't know. Maybe it's just like, you know, if the Dodgers go, we'll give you 575 and Shohei's like, all right, Blue Jays, if you give me 575, I'm there. And 575 American is seven know, something a Canadian, right? And they're like, ah, you know, like, I, I don't know if I can. <laughs> I mean, if you're going to spend 550 on him, you're going to be okay spending 575 on him. I, I, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't, don't really see the argument there. Uh, Personally, I'm excited for my phone bill to go up, but that's just me. <laughs> <laughs> the, no, uh... I, I, that, the Canadian monetary thing has always been overblown. The same thing with the taxes. A good tax accountant makes that a non-issue. It's a big thing in the NHL because there's so much less money at stake that every kind of dollar matters so much more. But all of that stuff about Canadian taxes and and even like the weather stuff is overblown. Chicago is is no nicer, and they are in the finalists as well. If Shohei's really that concerned about the cold, like we'll, we'll super glue the dome shut. Yeah, there's 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 no there's all of the all of the it's Canada excuses with him make no sense. He's not from the states. He's from Japan. He's in a different country, regardless of where he lands. So to me, that is part of what positions the Blue Jays as such a unique suitor is that they offer, let's be honest, they offer an international market to him that literally no other team in baseball does. 
So John Heyman just dropped a, another article titled Shohei Otani, Juan Soto among base names who could be move, on the move at winter meetings. So here's his Shohei Otani paragraph. The Dodgers cleared payroll space and only have 160, 170 million committed next year. They coveted Otani for a year plus, and Otani is believed to love Southern California, so they'll remain a tentative favorite. The Cubs and Giants are thought in big, and the Jays are in there as well. The Yankees checked in but believe they are a long shot, while the Mets obviously have the loot, but would need to confront the 110% Steve Cohen tax. Others linked include the Rangers, Red Sox, Padres, Mariners, and incumbent Angels. So again, the Dodgers are the favorite. Then the Cubbies are in there, and the Jays are in there, and then the so passing passing versus Heyman in this case, where Heyman you know says the the Rangers Red Sox are connected, and then like Yankees and Mets are are connected as well. But so where passing says like they're all out. Um, I the one thing with Heyman where he obviously has Giants sources are uh, shout out Arson Judge. And saying for him to say the Giants are in big or thought in big, right? So, so they're at like, so I, I think it's probably safe to add the Giants to the mix, but, but I, I just don't like personally, I, I don't really understand the appeal of the Giants. Well, as far as the ballpark goes, it's not a good fit. I mean, Barry Bonds at 73 home runs playing for the Yeah, game. that's fair also. <laughs> <laughs> but but no, like, I mean, I sure, sure it's a factor, but like, I mean, it also helps somebody who's a pitcher. But at the same time, like, who's the Giants' best player right now? Other than Logan Webb. Like, Tyro Estrada? It's not a great list. Like, boy, really scared to face the Giants when, when uh, Mike Yastrzemski and... Tyro Estrada and Wilmer Flores are hitting around Shohei. Yeah, it's... If Shohei <sighs> really likes getting intentionally walked, he'll go play for the Giants. <laughs> He's talking about wanting to build his own legacy. How could he possibly want to go to the Giants and be intentionally walked in 150% of his at-bats? Man, I, wonder what, what Barry I, I was about to say, I wonder what that looks like. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I think, like... For me, when I look at the appeal of the teams, like I mean, it 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 goes Dodgers, Blue Jays, Cubs, pretty much. Even the the Cubs, Sons Bellinger, it's not as exciting as yeah. you might think. It, it, their their pitch is basically the historic angle. The Dodgers pitches stay where you are and join a super team, and the Blue Jays pitches basically. Come join Vlad and Bo and Kikuchi. Put I us mean, over the top. Like... Put us over the top. I think. I mean. Yeah, I I, I think the Jays have a really good case. And, and it's 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 weird to say, but, you know, like, I mean, you're you're right. Like the, the Cubs, it's. Hey, like, come play with Seiya Suzuki and and be a part of the Wrigley lore and for the Dodgers. Yeah, you're right. Like it's, it's come join a super team and maybe help us win a hundred games again. Mm-hmm. And for the Jays, it's like, Hey, like we got this young core. We haven't really been able to to figure it out yet, but you could be the guy. Well, that's also, I think a compelling argument too, is this come be the guy. He's not the guy in Los Angeles. The Lakers exist the Clippers arguably exist in Toronto. He's the guy. 
Well, I mean, I mean, AM 34, like, yeah, maybe him. <laughs> but I mean, listen, the I'm listen, I don't know if you saw the tweet that made the rounds, but there's a picture from circa 2000. He still has hair in here, so we'll say 2003 with Matt Sundin and Vince Carter in a jersey swap. Yeah. And uh, the tweet making the rounds has been excited for the McDavid Otani version of this. <laughs> well, I'm just saying this could be a big couple of months, big couple of years for the the T dot, if you will. Yeah, I remember the a couple of years ago where it was like, what an exciting time for uh, Canadian sports fans, and it was the awesome Matthews, Mitch Marner, Scotty Barnes, and uh, Pascal, and the vlad and and Bo and and now blah, what what blah, what is blah, the blah. <laughs> what is what is the 2024 version of that shohei and nico horner and uh not austin i don't know awesome matthews mitch barner sure it can still be them and then uh scotty barnes and uh grady dick it's tough man it's tough out here I'm just trying to, I'm sorry, I'm just going back to this Heyman thing, like the, the, like, so in theory, like, say that this were to happen, say that they sign Shohei and then they're like, all right, we got to move Bo or Vlad. And then they make the Cubs trade where they trade Bo for like Pete Crow Armstrong and Nico Horner. Do you okay with that? I so i mean you got shohei otani so like yeah it doesn't make much sense again because like you're bringing him in so why would you go and make your team actively worse when you know you you're you're getting shohei otani for money so i i don't know i it, there's a lot of smoke around this this bichette stuff although of course atkins was was very 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 adamant in his basically quashing that so there's enough smoke that it maybe I wouldn't say concerns me. I mean, we realistically like we talked a little bit about trade with uh, with Ethan last week, but it's not really something that I feel is realistic. No, I I agree. Like again, it it doesn't even matter if they add Shohei. Like I just don't think that you trade Bobachet, even if you bring in Shohei for like eighty million dollars a year. I just, I just don't think it, it, it makes and, that much and, sense. And it's the same with Vlad. There's no there's no sense. There's no sense in, in looking to, to move him or, or anything of the sort. So I, yeah. I'd be I'd be really interested to see how this shakes out. It's you know, we're we're as as pass and said, we're approaching the finish line. <laughs> as sources say, we're approaching the finish line. We're almost there, and the blue jays are neck and neck. Well, with that, let's uh let's wrap up real quick. Let's do a prediction here. Um, give me your Shohei Otani prediction. Listen, we just spent 30 minutes or something talking about him in blue and white or, or black and gold, as you say. Uh it's tough not to take the Dodgers because they're such they're such favorites. And if it's not the Dodgers, it's the Blue Jays. So if he goes I want to be the face. I want to be the guy, which to be fair, we've also heard that he doesn't necessarily want to be the guy, though that might be more of a market thing than a team thing. If he doesn't want to be the guy in his city, but wants to be the guy on his team, it's the Blue Jays. Yeah. Like I said earlier, my pick is the gut pick that I have is the Jays. So I'm thinking like 13, 580, and he gets an opt out after a couple of years. 
I'm thinking something along those lines. I wouldn't be shocked if it crossed 600 and sneaky thing. I think that might make the Blue Jays compelling. Year two opt out. So he hits the market at the same time as Vlad and Bo. Mm, so that the Blue call. Jays can clear the deck, but also have the opportunity to keep those three together. Yeah, basically that 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 be that be. Can you imagine the the pressure there, where it's like Shohei's like, yeah, I'm I'm out if you don't extend these guys. Good as it's as good a, as good an answer as any. Well, uh, with that, I guess so we're both picking them to the Jays. I guess we are. It's a Blue Jays podcast. I wouldn't expect anything else. Um, yeah, well, that'll do it for us here today at the Bird's Eye View Podcast. Make sure you drop a follow or review wherever you get your pods. You can follow us all on Twitter. The pod is at BEV underscore pod. Jory is at J Negan Schechter. I am at Warden underscore Zach. And Jake, who is not with us today, is at Jake Brandon underscore. Thanks so much for listening, and we will hopefully be back with an emergency podcast in the next couple of days.